Hello and welcome to Jedi Dropouts. I'm Ryan Taylor. And I'm James Moss. And I forgot the uh, weekly geek out once again. Well, it hasn't exactly been weekly because, mm. you know, we kind of shit the bed on a few weeks there. Yeah, yeah, it's been busy. Between um, illness and traveling and stuff like that, we've, you know, taken a couple of weeks where we didn't release our regularly scheduled episode. Yeah, and we're going to try to keep it going here now, but uh, I'm not going to make any promises because it seems like when we do make the promises, that's when shit gets in the way. Yeah. So after this episode, expect one in about two months. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Do you set, set the bar low, so then they'll never be disappointed. Exactly. Uh, so what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about one of my favorite fucking topics, horror movies. Actually, that's not true. Damn. I, uh, I hate to do this to you, James, but I lied to you. We're not talking about we're not talking about horror yet. What are we talking about? Uh, well, seeing as your birthday was last week, I planned uh, a fun. surprise birthday episode. Okay. <laughs> um, now, don't worry. All the work you put into the horror episode—that's got to be our next one anyway. But I figured, since you just turned thirty years old. I'm going to ask you 30 questions. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I've been planning this one for a few months. It took a bit of work. I put my uh, blood, sweat, tears, and various other bodily fluids. I love bodily fluids. Yeah. Okay, right, so I, you're going to put to the test how big of a man-child I am? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've got some funny questions here. i got some geeky questions here. Uh, i got some questions about food. I got I got a Ooh. I got a good variation of thirty questions here, and uh, I think we're gonna have some fun. Now, you don't need to elaborate too much on some of it because we are gonna try and cram thirty fucking questions in here, and uh, obviously, you don't have the preparation that you normally have going into our episodes. But uh, you know, it's pretty loose. Yep. And uh, anytime you you feel like you need a you need to stall or pause. I can bullshit some answer because I didn't really pre prepare any answers for any of these myself. Cool. Okay, let's get right into it. And seeing as it is a birthday episode, we'll start off with question number one. What is the best birthday gift you've ever got? The best birthday gift I've ever gotten? The coolest, the, the most rad gift. Probably the best birthday gift I've ever gotten was, shit, what year was that? I can't remember what year it was, but uh, someone took me halfway across the country to go see Anti-Flag once for my birthday. Holy shit. That was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. that's a pretty fucking good gift. But, um, I don't know. It's hard to say sometimes because... Since my mid-twenties, I've kind of told people I didn't want, like, 
anything extravagant done for my birthday. Well, sorry about this episode then. <laughs> eh, it is what it is. Um, like this year I told Emily, like, you know, I don't want you spending a lot of money on me. Like, yeah. I'm not a super materialistic person anyway. So for me, like, on my birthday, we got the food I wanted to get. We went and saw a movie. And then the next day, we uh, went axe throwing, went to a board game cafe, nice. and then went to another deadly restaurant. Yeah, see that? That's... And we went home, and I played Pokemon while we watched RuPaul's Drag Race. That's and a... I thought that was a deadly birthday. That's a fucking solid birthday, man. Yeah. Um, and continuing with the birthday theme here, what's the best birthday cake you've ever had? Best birthday cake I've ever had? Yeah. Uh, or like a personal favorite. I can't remember who, but my mom used to have this one person who used to make all my sister and I's birthday cakes when we were growing up. And mom would just like give her a design. Nice. Um... You know what's uh, what's funny? My mom used to do that, so it could have been my mom. Yeah, it could have been. I can't remember who it was, but like there was one year where I was like really into limp biscuit, so it was just like a rectangular black cake and in orange letters it said limp biscuit on it, stuff uh. like that. But the one that really sticks out in my head the most was one that was actually shaped like Darth Vader's. Face. Sick. Like the helmet. My mom used to make the custom birthday cakes like that. So nice. in the 90s, I mean, when it, whatever came to my head, I would get for a birthday cake. And I kid you not, I had the Mighty Ducks cartoon. I had Heck. I had a Stone Cold Steve Austin birthday cake. <laughs> I think I might have had Stone Cold or The Rock nice. at one point. And I had a Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys cake at one point. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of that one. <laughs> um, since I graduated high school and moved out of my parents' house, I've just had the same cake every year. Oh, yeah? Which is just, um, my nan used to make this chocolate caramel cake with uh, Smarties nice. on it. Yep. And ever since I graduated, like, this is the cake that either my mother or my sister makes for me every year. Yeah. I never end up finishing it because, I don't know, I don't have as much of a sweet tooth as I used to. So I usually end up eating, like, two or three pieces and then just, like, giving it away to someone. Man. I'll either, like, take it to work and let my coworkers eat it or I'll, like, give it to one of my friends to eat. And I'm just like, give me back the container when you're done with it so I can give it back to mom. Man, I, I wish I could... I wish I had less of a sweet tooth. My sweet tooth is fucking insatiable. Oh, I ate, like, a quarter of my birthday cake. Oh, Emily ate a bit, and I'm probably going to take the rest to work. Solid. I got a couple more food questions for you. Awesome. Get them all out of the way. What would you say is the best cereal for Saturday morning cartoons? Whew. Right? That is one of the hardest questions I've ever been asked. <laughs> um, I've always had a preference for Lucky Charms, which is why I have the marshmallows scattered 
throughout my arm. Yeah, that's amongst true. my tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucky Charm's always been good, but after a few bowls, it's kind of uh, Fruit Loops, decent. Um, you want something that's not gonna like fuck up the milk too much, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, like. If you're not, like, drinking the milk and putting fresh milk in, you're just, like, topping up after every bowl, like, that milk gets so saturated with cinnamon and it's just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Hard to say, though. Captain Crunch was a good one. I oh, didn't have that problem with it tearing up the roof of my mouth that everyone no, me, me claimed either. to have had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a few times I did it with Honey Nut Cheerios. Yep. But I'd say the most frequent one was probably either Lucky Charms or Fruit Loops. Yeah, that's fair. I always sit I down, always, dummy, full box. I always had a thing for corn pops. Weirdly enough, corn pops are good. They're they're my go-to. I don't eat a lot of cereal, but it's always that or Captain Crunch for me. Crunch Toast Crunch was gross. I found. Yeah, not for me. Golden Grams sometimes. Yeah. I used I tried to do it with all brand ones. All brand. <laughs> all brand. Uh, when I was a kid, Dad used to buy the all brand, the ones that were like little twigs. Yeah, yeah, I know. And whenever <laughs> I used to eat it, I used to pretend I was a giant, and I was just eating a big bowl of like telephone poles. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's the way my imagination worked when I was a kid. Fair enough. Uh, next food question here. What are your three favorite pizza toppings? Say it again. Three greatest or your favorite pizza toppings? My three favorite pizza toppings? Yeah. Um, definitely mushrooms. Every pizza I ever order has mushrooms on it. Solid. Uh... I, I like peppers. I don't really have a preference if they're red or green. I just, as long as they're not like hot peppers. Yep. Because I am such a wuss when it comes to spicy foods. <laughs> and if I had to pick a third based on what I've been getting a lot lately, I'd say spinach. Nice. Spinach is great yeah. on pizza. It is, yeah. Cafe 59 in Pasadena. Yep. Whew, best pizza I've ever had and those are the three top things I usually get sometimes I'll get garlic on it too oh yeah but yeah no it's bananas good in fact depending on what time we're done recording if I have time before I have to go to work I might go out and get a pizza from there awesome you okay. call out before you leave Cornerbrook that way by the time you get there to pick up your pizza it's ready and you're good to go. By the time you get home with it, the pizza's cooled off enough that you can just eat the whole thing in a sitting without burning your mouth. You got the whole s- you got the whole system down. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I go there frequently enough. I still haven't been. Oh, it, it's so good. Okay, last last food question for you. Your yep. your favorite snack for gaming or watching movies and do you have a difference between the two yes um gaming 
I'd have to say probably Reason Chocolates. Nice. Uh, something that I can just like pop one in my mouth and it kind of like just stays in my mouth for a while. Yeah. If I'm gaming, I like foods that I can like suck on for a while. Yeah. Or something really chewy, something, you know, that I don't have to keep like putting the controller down or pausing. Mm-hmm. And you can't have something that's gonna you can't have something that's gonna grease up the controller either, right? Exactly. Whereas, like during a movie and stuff, I, I mean, I love popcorn. Oh yeah, well, popcorn is the. Whenever I go staple. to a movie, I purposely order more popcorn than I can eat during that movie, so I can take the rest home. Like, I love stale popcorn, like leftover movie popcorn. <laughs> Me too, I love it. man. Me too. And. Um, I really like uh, Tostitos chips mm. with either guacamole or chili. Oh man! For movies, yeah, chips with chili or guacamole for movies are right up there with popcorn for me. Nice, but I can't really eat that stuff while I'm gaming. Yeah, because like you said, hands get greasy or. You have to keep pushing pause or, like, putting the controller in or waiting for a cutscene to actually eat something. Yeah, exactly. That's why I like those candies that you can suck on for a while. Yeah. For, for also, me... Also, you know, I suck at video games anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too, man. For, for <laughs> me, Twizzlers are, my, are my, my go-to for movies. I'm fucking hard for Twizzlers. And M&M's for gaming. Frozen M&M's. Stick them in the freezer for a while. Man. Fucking love it. I've never tried that. I'm I'm crazy about frozen chocolate. Like, stick it in the freezer until it's, like, rock hard. <laughs> Just let it melt in your mouth. Yep. Awesome. And, uh, speaking of gaming, what would you say is your favorite video game controller of all time? Uh, you know what my least favorite probably is? What? The Xbox controller. Which one? Um, I've never played the original Xbox, so 360, I guess. Yeah. Weird, weirdly I'm enough, weirdly enough, I love the Xbox One controller and did not like the Xbox 360 controller, even though they're not really that different. This, I don't know, the Xbox One controller fits really, really well in my hands, and I don't know why. Uh, favorite controller? I've really grown to like the PS4 controller. I, I really enjoy the GameCube controller. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the Super Nintendo controllers, though. I don't know, I, I'm not sure, but they don't really do much for me. It It's the buttons on the controller. I found those gave me a lot of blisters. Yeah. Like, tr- like playing Street Fighter and stuff like that, like games where you have, like, like trying to do the Hadouken. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of rolling your thumb along the D-pad that way, like... I got so many blisters on my thumbs. I felt, and 
I find they're kind of fragile too. Yeah, I like the system, but I definitely did not like the controllers. Yeah. And I know what you mean, but GameCube, I've barely played any GameCube, but the controller is fucking awesome. Yeah. Got another. So I, I'd have to say favorite controller, maybe GameCube, maybe um, PS4. Nice. Bit of old, bit of new. Yeah. Uh, here's something we haven't talked about in a while. What would you say is your dream Pokemon team? My dream Pokemon team. Your your six go tos. Um. Hmm. Let me have a look now because I actually saved this thing on my phone that is like. Um. It makes a collage of your favorite Pokemon from each type. Oh, nice. I saved it on my phone. Um, see, I realized when I made it that there are a nice few dark types. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, I really like Houndoom. Um, uh, I really like Haxorus. I'm not even sure what that is. Uh, I like Toxicroak, even though he's not the strongest. Yep. Uh, Rhydon was my favorite Pokemon from Gen 1, like, from the get-go. Nice. Uh, probably Crobat. And... Either Ferrothorn or Bisharp. Solid. I don't know half of them. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even pretend. Uh, switch it up a little bit here now. If you had to choose a personal theme song, what would it be? Uh, Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. <laughs> awesome. Every single drive I've ever made, like, across the island in the last probably three years, I've listened to Danger Zone at least once. Like, it doesn't matter what else I'm listening to, I, like, on my way to St. John's Friday, I was listening to mostly Jay-Z, Run DMC, DMX, still nice. Danger Zone. Nice. On the way back, I was listening to Judas Priest, uh, Black Dahlia Murder, uh, Bleeding Through, Danger Zone. <laughs> you know, it, like people laugh about the song because I mean, Archer's made it pretty funny in, in pop culture, but it's actually a pretty fucking good song. Yeah, Kenny Loggins is great. One song that might also be a candidate for that that Emily's. Like, how has this song been, like, sticking with you for months at a time? Is Africa by Toto. <laughs> I've noticed you've been big on Toto lately. Yeah. I have no idea why. 
Yeah, it, it happens. Yep. Okay. Uh, here's this. This is one I came up with. Uh, obviously, I came up with most of this, but <laughs> what fictional character have you wanted to punch in their goddamn stupid face the most? What fictional character? Yeah. From movie, TV show. Comic book, video game. Michael Scott. Michael Scott, really? That much? Yep. Fuck, he got on my nerves. Fair enough. I talked about this with my sister Thursday night. I was like, I finally sat down. I watched every episode of The Office. Every character grew on me at least a little bit. Like every character served a purpose to me like even like Ryan I thought he was a douchebag but you know like he got shit on by some other people and that amused me Michael I was just he never grew on me I haven't I need Either one that or Hercule from Dragon Ball Z <laughs> the one, I can't even remember the character's name but the one that comes to mind for me is the uh that fucking woman from the mist. The you ever see the mist? A long time ago. Yeah, I, I, it's been a while for me too, but I've never been so enraged by a character. This the woman, the the doomsday religious lady in that movie. Like, holy fuck. Oh yeah. And I'm sure there's a couple from Game of Thrones too, but you know. Okay, this one should be right up your alley. What would you say is the single greatest video on YouTube? Single greatest video on YouTube? Yes. Uh, Sailcat is pretty great. What? Sailcat. Sailcat? Yeah. I don't know what that is. I'm gonna have to go watch that. Yeah, you definitely need to watch it. Okay. It's, it's a cat, and... It's doing something dumb to the song Sale. Okay. But there's another one of a dog that's walking down a flight of stairs and someone, like, blows into, like, a tuba or a trombone or something, and it startles the dog, so the dog, like, jumps and <laughs> clears, like, half the set of stairs and, like, belly flops at the bottom. I remember it's that. It's hilarious. So basically, something involving a dog or cat. Which is I like, really like animal fail videos. Yep, they're great. They're, they are the best. They're probably the Either best. Either that or Simpsons clips. Yeah. Uh, now, <laughs> this one isn't your sort of thing, but I thought about it, and I thought it would be really funny. Hockey season, okay. hockey season is starting very soon, and you're not really a hockey fan, but if you were in charge of naming an NHL team, what would you call it? I'm, it might depend on the city because I kind of like uh, alliterative names. Ah, gotcha. But, hmm. Like, give me a random city. Um, well, people are talking about um, Seattle might be getting a team. Okay. Let me see. Seattle. 
Hmm. You want something that's not going to be inappropriate, like the Washington Redskins. Yeah, well, I guess. <laughs> you you would hope. Uh, there's a sports team in Ottawa, and I don't know if there's, like, something I'm missing here, but to, like, an outsider, this just seems like the laziest sports team name. There's a team there called the Ottawa Red Blacks, I think, and their uniforms are just red and black stripes. It's just, like... <laughs> That just seems lazy. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty lazy. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard to think of, like... Hmm. Um, Man, that is a tough one. I, I have, uh, obviously, a little more preparation here, but... I, I would really want to name a team my uh, my custom team from NHL 17. Uh, the Atlanta Cheese. Okay. They're just they just have bright pink jerseys with cheeseburgers on them. <laughs> and they fucking dominate too, right? But I I don't know I, I like the Atlanta Cheese. And honestly, I I took that because cheese was actually an option in game that the announcers would say. So, and fucking why not, right? I mean, you could call it, like, the Seattle shotguns, but would that be inappropriate to, like, Nirvana and shit? Oh, shit. Um, yeah, it might be. Yeah, a little bit. But, but I mean, like, I'm also thinking, like, hey, what's Seattle known for? And, like, there's the whole, like, coffee scene there. Hmm. There's the whole grunge thing. Yeah. I mean, you could go with the shotgun. Sleeplessness. There's, uh... Jesus Christ, I just got that. (laughs) The Seattle Sleepless. Seattle Insomniacs. (laughs) Oh! Uh, No, never mind. Wrong movie. I got mixed up for some reason. I was thinking about when when Harry met Sally, but I think it's somewhere else altogether. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen any of those. No, I haven't either. The Seattle Keanu Reeves. <laughs> the Seattle Sad Keanos. <laughs> Literally just a picture of Keanu Reeves sad on a bench. On the front of the jersey. I knew Kung Fu. <laughs> and the best part would be that they'd use that that uh, <laughs> like voice clip as as their their uh, warm up song, <laughs> just on repeat. <laughs> just that set to a beat on repeat. <laughs> anyway. I think I think I got as as many laughs out of that as I expected. <laughs> Is there a team called like the Storm or anything? No, actually, it's not. That, that's, that's they team. do get a lot of rain in Seattle, don't they? I think so. I don't know. I think so I don't know. Seattle Storm. There's my final answer. Circle gets the square. Okay. 
Okay. Um, let's get let's get a little geeky here with this one. Um, if you could time travel to any time and place in history, where and when, but keep in mind, this follows standard sci-fi rules. You cannot interact or alter history, so there's no real moral obligations to, you know, kill Hitler or any shit like that. But could I be like in the corner of the room eating popcorn when Hitler killed himself and him like not see me there? Him not see me there? Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. You could try. Just like watch that and be like, ha! I mean, if, if you can, if you could, if you can track him down, I mean. <laughs> I think what I would probably do because a lot of the great moments in history it's just like uh how would I not change that yeah exactly. I think I don't know maybe I'd want to go to like an original screening like of one of my favorite movies maybe yeah maybe catch a show by some maybe like I don't know go to some big concert Woodstock or something maybe yeah that's solid yeah I mean some major sporting event go back and go back to 77 and see Star Wars on opening night would be pretty fucking cool that would be pretty fucking cool <laughs> hmm. go anywhere yeah. anywhere in history and you go see Star Wars <laughs> a, a movie with see, a lot of the things that like if I said, like, I wanted to go back to this time and this place, like, I wouldn't be able to dress appropriately for that time period, and so I'd show up dressing like I dress now, and, like, that would just blow everyone's minds, or, like, I'd get dysentery, or... Yeah. Some yeah. shit like that, so... I don't know, I'd probably just choose to go someplace simple. Someplace risk free. Yep. So I wouldn't end up in like the plot of some bad movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't go back in time and try and sleep with my mother, like Marty McFly. No, no. Take credit for some popular song. Yeah, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah. Yeah. Taking it back to the white man. <laughs> but then again, Chuck Berry is also a piece of shit, so. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, I think maybe go to, like, one of the original opening screenings of Star Wars. Awesome. Same here, really. Yeah. I think that's a good choice. Yeah. Okay. The next five. Or, oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh, you got something? Maybe... Maybe the same thing, but instead of Star Wars, maybe go see The Exorcist because of how the crowds reacted to that movie. Oh, yeah. Like people growing up and passing out in the theater and stuff like that. Yeah. That's it a... would be pretty cool as someone who's seen that movie like a dozen times yeah. now and very much enjoys it to go back and just see how people reacted to that back then. Yeah. That's, that's a good one, actually. I like that. So either Star Wars or The Exorcist opening screening. Or, or another another good one. 
uh, to go to the Ramones' very first gig and be like one of the half a dozen people in the room. Yeah, because that'd be a good one too. Fucking... Go see Gigi Allen somewhere. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, I got shit on my shirt. <laughs> okay, the next five are all about fictional, uh, basically like a, a fictional parts of your life. Um, I'll just I'll just ask you. The first one is if you could have any fictional character as a friend, who would it be? Any fictional character as a friend. Yeah. Goku seems like a good choice. I mean, he'd have your back. <laughs> he, like, he'd have your back. He's insanely loyal. Yeah. And you look at what he's like when he's not fighting people. He's a goofy dude. He likes just joking around and yeah. being competitive and shit like that. Like... Goku seems like the kind of guy who would be all like, like if you challenged him to video games or like anything else, like Goku would be down for that. Loves to eat, you know. Yeah. Be all like, yo, dude, teach me some shit. Yeah, that's that's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the first person that came to mind. <laughs> and if you could have any fictional creature as a pet, what would it be? Now you can get specific with like a very specific character, or you can just go vague with like a species. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna try not to go with a Pokemon for this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Huh. My mind is just going to like anime and stuff like that. Personally, my answer, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna uh, tell you mine while you're thinking there. I'd go with Nibbler from Futurama. Yeah, that's a good one. I always like Nibbler. Part of me's thinking Yoshi. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I didn't think of that. <laughs> I'm thinking Yoshi. Not only a great pet, but a uh, solid mode of transportation. Right? Which leads to the next question. If you could have any fictional vehicle as your main mode of transportation, what would it be? I almost said Batmobile before you even finished the question. Yeah. Yeah, the Batmobile's hard to... Batmobile's pretty hard to top. Um... Uh... Millennium Falcon's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Would like mech suits count? Oh, for sure. We're talking fictional, maybe so I'd, fuck it. Maybe I'd pick one of the Gundams or. <laughs> I mean, Iron Man uses his suits to fly from point A to point B. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe I'd pick Iron Man's armor. Nice. Yeah, Iron Man's armor. 
I think I'd have to go with the, uh, I don't even know the name of it, the bike from Akira. That fucking, like, bright red, awesome bike he uses in that. Nice. Uh, two more here. If you could, well, if, to, to that section. Uh, if you could own any f- fictional device, what would it be? That could be a weapon, or, I mean, some of the tech from Star Trek, or what have you. Any fictional device. Yeah, bat utility belt, maybe. (laughs) No, if I had the utility belt, I'd just be keeping stupid shit in there. Yeah, true. (laughs) Like, this pocket has Cheetos. (laughs) I was just thinking Cheetos. There's my pocket. You know, a guac pocket wouldn't be a bad... A guacket, even. Wouldn't be a bad idea yeah. because then you wouldn't need to hold it. You could just have the chips and you can just dip them in the pocket. Uh, Samus Aran's armor oh, might yeah. be one that I'd say. Also, um, Deadpool has that satchel that's just like bottomless. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of leaning towards like Deadpool's bottomless satchel thing. Nice. Harry Potter's invisibility cloak would be pretty fucking useful too, but it would. And lastly, lightsaber. Oh yeah, shit. But that would only be fun if you had a friend with a lightsaber, so you could have lightsaber duels. Yeah, but like, no one would fuck with you if you had an actual lightsaber, good like point. walking down the road. Yeah, good point. <laughs> um, if you could live in any fictional world. Where would you live? Any fictional world. Yeah. Um, definitely got to try and think of a place where I wouldn't be in too imminent of danger. Yeah, exactly. Some people would be like, oh, I'd love to live in Gotham City, but how many Gothamites die on, like, a regular basis Due yeah. to like super villains constantly attacking the place, and the the problem with problem with Gotham is like all super villains aside, you've actually got like criminals, <laughs> like yeah, small time criminals who are just stabbing and shooting people in the streets. Fuck that. Yep. Um, maybe Hyrule. Oh yeah, Hyrule's pretty solid. That's uh. A little bit lighter. Yep. And it seems like there, there, it will be easy to avoid the violence in Hyrule. Yeah. I mean... Because, I mean, while the place is going to shit, like, while Link is fighting Ganon and stuff like that, I mean, the boys are still out running Lamon Ranch without too many issues. Yep. Just, just be sure not to keep any of your belongings in ceramic pots. Exactly. Because, yeah, you'll... you'll... leave them on the table and Link won't touch them. <laughs> That's true. Um, similar question here, and this one is actually uh, borrowed from you. Um, i got a couple questions here that you asked as part of potential episodes and we never got around to. Okay. So, you asked yourself here, 
which DC comic city would you least want to live in? And it sounds like you just answered it in the last one. <laughs> Gotham would definitely be at the bottom of the list. Yeah. Metropolis, too. Yeah, because Superman just doesn't really give a shit if he blows up fucking buildings all over the place. Yeah, and it also has the caliber of villains that can go toe-to-toe with Superman. Yeah. So, like, the destruction in that city, like, fuck, imagine what they're paying in insurance. Yeah, fuck. So, either Gotham or Metropolis would be the city I would least want to live in. Any, any, uh, just, just out of curiosity, when you asked this, did you, I can't remember if you asked least or most. Well, if I had to pick most, I might say, uh, Central City. That's what I was thinking, too. It just, it seems like a happier life. (laughs) Yeah, like, you've got Flash Day, the Flash Museum, like, there's, like, these celebrations and shit in Central City. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah, those are exactly my answers as well. Um, Another fun one you asked here. Which comic book would you put Conor McGregor in? Which comic book would I put Conor McGregor in? This was weirdly like one of the very first questions you asked when we started this podcast. Seeing as I'm not a Conor McGregor fan. Yeah. Uh, I'd want to put him in a comic with someone who would put him in his place. Which? Maybe Arrow, maybe Green Arrow or Nightwing, maybe? Yeah. I feel like... Just have him, like, be at some point, like them cross paths, he's being arrogant, and they just kind of, like, put him in his place. Nice. Maybe just have Oliver Queen, like, just shoot a trick arrow at him and, like, <laughs> the one with the boxing glove. Oh, yeah. Just kind of, like, pop him in the face. <laughs> so I'm going to say Green Arrow. Nice. I think I told you my answer in person recently, but uh, the one I came up with is... To stick him in Deadpool and like not have him as uh, any character outside of himself literally just Conor McGregor as cocky as he is thinks he can go toe to toe with <laughs> fucking Deadpool who has a healing factor and uh, they become they team up basically and he goes by McGregor Pool in a, in a Deadpool costume in, in orange and green and He's there for, like, maybe two, three issues until, you know, he gets shot or something, or he gets decapitated, and he's just fucking human, so he dies, and that's it. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would be a good one, too. Yeah, that would be fun. Like... I I could see, like... Maybe, like, Casey Jones and Michelangelo being, like, really into watching McGregor fights and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Like, he's... he's I don't like the guy at all, but he would make an interesting... Like, a way more interesting comic book character than he would a person. Yeah. 
I'd like him more, honestly, if he was fictional. Yeah, me too, honestly. Okay, one more from you here. What moment from a TV show or movie made you the most emotional? Oh, shit. Yeah. I cry a lot at movies and stuff. <laughs> um... I cry a lot when Bob dies in SLC Punk. Spoiler alert. <laughs> There's um there was a long period of time where I refused to watch The Lion King because I got too upset whenever Mufasa dies. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. Uh, there were a handful of times during um, Arrow and The Flash that got me crying. Man, I haven't seen much Arrow, but The Flash is fucking sad at times. Yeah, Arrow does too. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Jan, or, uh, there's, there's a lot of scenes in a lot of movies that get me. Yeah. Hard to pinpoint one specific one that gets me harder than all the others. Because, I mean, like, if I'm in the theater and a scene gets me, I'm just going to let it happen. Yeah, fair enough. Um, also, the episode of How I Met Your Mother where Marshall's father passes away, I usually skip that episode. Oh, man, don't even talk about it. I'm I'm kind yeah. of, I'm kind of the opposite. Like nothing really gets me, but uh, occasionally something will. And and the one that really hit me was Super Eight. There's a scene where the kid is watching like old uh, old uh, film rolls, like old film of his his deceased mother. And man, fuck. <laughs> I think that was... Have you watched uh, the Vince Vaughn movie Delivery Man yet? Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah? Um, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene where he goes and... Oh, uh, what's the disabled kid's name? Oh, fuck, I don't Ryan, know. Ryan, or... Been a while since I watched that. I can't remember what, but... Um, I have a huge soft spot for, like, disabled people and stuff like that because of, like, some of the people I've worked with and, like, I've coached people with disabilities in various sports and stuff like that. And the scene in Delivery Man when Vince Vaughn is, like, at the assisted living home and there's the... his son, who's... Believe has some kind of palsy, maybe, and is in a wheelchair, and he's helping take care of this kid, and like this kid's unable to speak, but he's there, and he's like talking to the kid and helping like the nurse like transfer the kid from the chair to the bed and stuff like that. Like that scene really gets me. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that that's the second time in this podcast we've talked about the movie Delivery Man. Yeah. I'm going to 
watch it tonight, I think. Nice. It's a good movie. I need to see that again. My movies for tonight are probably going to be like Friday 13th, Halloween, Delivery Man. <laughs> um, now, that's all the questions from you. And actually, it's all the questions from me as well. But, weirdly, that's only 20 questions. So, okay, so we have 10 more? Yeah. Uh, for the next 10, I got a little bit of outside help. So Sounds good. The last 10 questions are the first questions ever asked on a Jedi Dropouts episode from outside sources. Cool. So, the first question comes from Matt Pike. And uh, cool. what I love about this question is, like, okay, so I obviously asked a bunch of, like, your friends to submit questions for this. I've been working on this for yep. a while. And uh, most of them were like, yeah, I'll get back to you in a day, or, or uh, yeah, give me a minute, I'll, I'll think of something. And Matt did not hesitate, literally, like, like 30 seconds tops, and he, <laughs> and he might have the most ridiculous question of all of them. <laughs> Good, I love ridiculous. So, Matt asks, if you were to turn to the furry lifestyle, what animal would you dress as? If I was to, if I was to be a furry. Yeah. Oof. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I love that it took him, like, I, I kid you not, under a minute to come up with that. support that decision or a shark because sharks are fucking awesome I love me some sharks it's I how did between you and Matt you literally asked and answer that question and I, I kid you not like a minute and a half total time <laughs> it took you <laughs> I don't know and maybe that's something you guys think about I don't know whatever <laughs> I've, I've it's never crossed my mind no, me either. I've I've had that in my inbox for obviously a good month, and I still don't have an answer for that one. Um, <laughs> fucking a koala, I guess, because why not? I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a dirty bamboo joke in there somewhere. Okay. Robin Wilson. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Okay. He was furry. Oh, he was furry. Oh, boy. Uh, next question comes from Mitchell Clerk. Um, Mitchell writes, Happy B-Day from the guy still next door to your folks. And Mitchell is the only one with a birthday message, but it's not because anyone else didn't send one. It's because I forgot to ask a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot, and I forgot to ask most people. So, and Well, I mean, your birthday was last week. I feel like everyone here already wished you a happy birthday anyway. But um, yeah, I did have a lot of people message me on Facebook and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, uh, Mitchell's got a good one here. Actually, this is perfect for the show, and I think we probably would have got around to this exact question anyway. Is there any TV show or video game 
that everyone seems to love that you just can't get into or even stomach? Yeah. I've got a couple. Uh, let's see. Where do I start? I watched, like, one or two episodes of Game of Thrones. Never got into it. Same thing with The Walking Dead. Seen half an episode of Breaking Bad. That never got me. Yeah. Uh, I've seen, like, three or four episodes of Rick and Morty, and I've never had the urge to watch any more than that. Man, the new season of Rick and Morty is fuck. I I know I'm I'm not gonna. I, I know Rick and Morty the fan base is really fucking pretentious, and I can't stand most of the fan base of that show. But holy fuck, I love that show. Yeah, it's, I just never got hooked. Fair enough. Like Rick and Morty. To me, is like the TV equivalent of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> it's kind of like I don't hate it, and I'll never be like, "Jesus, this is fucking absolute bullshit." Get it away from me. But I'll never turn it on myself. Like if you and I were hanging out and you turned on Rick and Morty, I would sit down. I'd just sit there and watch it, and I wouldn't complain. I, I might laugh. I might enjoy it. But I'd never be like, "Dude, turn on some Rick and Morty." Yeah. Fair Same enough. thing with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. If someone's playing some Red Hot Chili Peppers, cool. I'll listen to it. I might sing along a little bit. I might dance a little bit. But not once in my life have I ever sought out their music to listen to on my own. I'm also a big Chili Peppers fan. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say one just because I want to see how many people I can piss off here. I can't stand Doctor Who. I fucking hate it. You know what? I've only ever seen, like, one episode of Doctor Who. I, I tried. I watched, like, half a season. I switched to a different Doctor to see if that was what was wrong. I don't know, man. It's not for me. I saw one episode of Doctor Who. It was while David Tennant was the Doctor. Yeah. And I was just like, this is too cheesy and campy for me. Yeah. And I, I find, like... Most of the humor, to me, is kind of a poor man's Douglas Adams, the guy who wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Like, I'd rather watch even the movie they did of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy before Doctor Who any day. And nobody... Yeah, I just <laughs> never got into it. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> Doctor Who and Rick and Morty. Wow, can we piss off people anymore? <laughs> uh, Star Trek. Oh, is are you not a Star Trek fan? I I couldn't get into it. The two newest movies I did enjoy. Yeah. Cause have they done three now with Chris Pine? Yep, three. Okay, well I've only seen the newest two. Okay. And I thought I thought they were decent. Okay. I've only seen them once each. Yep. Um, but no other Star Trek has ever caught my interest. For me, most Star Trek, like most of the TV shows and movies, I'm eh, not a not a huge fan of. But the original series with William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy, 
and fucking George Dakai, man, that is my shit. I fucking yeah. love it. I, I, I got really hooked on it for a while. And I'm gonna check... I mean, check maybe I'll give it a second shot I'm gonna, somewhere down the road. I'm gonna check it... For right now, yeah, all those shows I just listed. Yeah. So, like, everything. <laughs> most things that most people are fanatical about, I can't get into I'd rather watch like Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl yeah fair enough uh, now I got two questions here on the same subject because I only got two, ten questions but for some reason two people picked the exact same subject okay uh, okay the first one is from your bandmate in Nevermind the Mute uh, Mark Ooh. now this is funny um now, first off, I, I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't even know what Mark's last name actually is because it says D. Watton. What is it? Watton. Watton. Okay. All I got on Facebook was Mark DM, and I assume that wasn't real. <laughs> no. Um. So it's funny because I sent messages to both Mark and uh, who's the other guy? Mickey. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. I sent messages. His brother. Yeah. To both of them, and only one responded. <laughs> So I don't know if the other one was like hidden deep in the depths of Facebook or you know like hidden messages and shit I, I, It's just funny that uh, it makes me laugh that like they didn't pass on the message <laughs> Anyway, he um, Mark wants to know who your top five Simpsons characters are and why Which is top five Simpsons characters. Yes. So we got two Simpsons questions. <laughs> okay. Um, Abe Simpson. I kind of thought so. Uh, Groundskeeper Willie. Nice. Ralph Wiggum. Awesome. Krusty the Clown. Yes. And. Probably comic book guy. Comic book guy, nice. Yeah. Simpsons has so many characters. Like there's there's so many to choose from. Yeah. I I haven't really watched a whole lot of Simpsons myself, but Ralph always gave me a chuckle. Yeah. Um. Mr. Burns is good too, though. Oh yeah. And Maul. For Mal sure. Maul is gold. I I'm I was I was like the sideshow Bob stuff too. Um, the second Simpsons question comes from Paul Brake, who needs no introduction. Why am I not surprised? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of expected something a little more ridiculous from Paul, just because it's Paul. <laughs> but, uh, Gobble. I mean, Simpsons is solid. Uh, Paul wants to know your top three Simpsons episodes. He said and moments, so I don't know if he top wants three. three of each or... I'll just go with three. Uh, top three Simpsons episodes, probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, the one where they go to Itchy and Scratchy Land. Yep. That's a good one. I do remember that one actually. See. 
Jesus, this is a tough one. Yeah, this, this is kind of a tough one. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you shit because I don't know Simpsons that well at all. Flying Hellfish episode. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's a pretty quality top three. Although the one where Bart gets emancipated and ends up living in a loft, like, right next to Blink-182. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw that. Or is it Tony Hawk? Yeah, no, he's like, he hears all this racket coming from, like, another apartment. He goes up there and hears, like, yeah, it's Tony Hawk. <laughs> and he's living in the same building as like Tony Hawk and Blink-182 are playing a show there in the apartment and like there's people skateboarding and partying and Bart ended up living and becoming friends with Tony Hawk. That's fucking hilarious. And at one point like Homer's Homer approaches Tony Hawk and he's like hey I'm trying to win my son back like you know I'm trying to win his love like can you help me out and Tony's like I'm a father too I understand like one day they're like grinding and ollieing their way to school and blah blah and Homer's like yeah I like to make up words too <laughs> I need to watch more Simpsons yeah Simpsons are great I fucking love the Simpsons um now of course I had to get Charlotte in on this my, okay. my fiance Charlotte Green uh, this is a two part question she wants to know first what uh, what horror film series or franchise do you hate the most huh and then secondly from that series which what's your favorite movie from my least favorite franchise yeah favorite movie from your least favorite franchise horror that is You know, the Paranormal Activity movies never really hooked me. Yeah, I've, I've, we've, we've talked about those a few times. Yeah, so I'd probably say my least favorite franchise is probably the Paranormal Activity series. You know, as soon as she asked the question, I that's what I said you would say. I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to pick which one is my favorite. Because I don't think I've seen any of them more than twice, and it's been a while. I know uh, the last, like, Ghost Dimension is definitely not my favorite. Four is definitely not my favorite. The Marked Ones is definitely not my favorite. So it's got to be one of the, it's probably either the second or third. Yeah, from... I love the movies. I'm I'm a big fan, actually. I have to rewatch them to give you yeah. a solid answer on that one. I, I'm a big f- fan myself. I the third the answer I'll go with for now. The third one's my favorite. There's some I I feel like they did some creative shit with the hand cam stuff in the third one. How does the third one end? <sighs> Fuck. Uh, 
Uh, the third one is the one where it's like a, a flashback with the old tapes and it's the two little girls. And I think that one ends with them going to their grandmother's house and uh, there's like a cup. all those people in the white dresses? Yeah, the Coven of Witches. Yeah. And that one's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. This question is weird and you're probably going to have to explain this one a little bit. This is from a an anonymous sender, but I'm, I don't think feel like it's gonna. It's, I think I feel like it's, it's gonna be pretty obvious who it is. Apparently, uh, this anonymous sender wants to know if you have any tips for picking up girls that involve having drinks such as water. Oh fuck off, Sarah! <laughs> uh, I think there's a story here that I need to know, and I think it's probably embarrassing. Okay. Uh, I see. I gave the option for hilarious, and and I think she went for it. <laughs> okay. Sarah loves to tell this story. It is her favorite story ever, and <laughs> I told Emily this story myself and then Emily and I went to a movie with Sarah and Sarah retold the story and Emily enjoyed it even more when Sarah told it yeah I, I can imagine uh, uh, I met Sarah on the set of a music video okay because we were both characters in the rocket rocket ship music video for tell me what you're waiting for yeah 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 okay I was single at the time, and I was intending on hitting on her. Okay. So they had, like, food and drinks and stuff there for people to snack on between shots and stuff like that. And I had a bottle of water. And she was set either at a table or there was a ledge nearby or something like that, and to try and strike up conversation with her, I put my bottle of water down next to hers, and without waiting an appropriate amount of time, <laughs> I was basically like, oh shit, which bottle is mine? And, yeah, we're, like, it was just so sudden, and I was, yeah. I was pretty dumb that day. Oh, that's good. I've never heard that before. What? I've never heard that one. No, um, she I, loves that story. She tells everyone. And it, it's probably God lover. It's probably because I don't know her, and you're not the one telling the story. Yeah. I, I don't tell the story very often except for when she prompts it because yeah. it is a little embarrassing about how much of a dweeb I am and how I don't know how to hit on girls. Well, I hope this episode gets lots of downloads. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably share the shit out of it. She shares a lot of our episodes anyway and tells people to listen to it, but I'd say she'll... You know, yeah. get a lot of people to listen to this one just so, you know, she can 
spread the story around. Well, that is awesome. I do like that people are sharing this. <laughs> uh, now, no, she, she's very good people. She just... <laughs> okay, next up... Uh, you embarrass me about me being an absolute dork. That's that's honestly one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. No, it was almost immediate. Like, I put my bottle down and within, like, five seconds, like, oh, shit, which one's mine? I didn't even, like, like wait 30 seconds and, like, check something on my phone to make it seem like an appropriate amount of time to forget which one was mine. No, like, I almost immediately put the bottle down. I was like, oh, shit, which one's mine? Because I was... I get anxious about approaching girls and clearly don't know how to do it properly. <laughs> um, I've always said that your your life would make a great sitcom. And It uh, would. Like, with that, that, that could be an episode of Seinfeld on its own. Like... <laughs> It just it just strikes me as the type of situation that you could see like um, Jerry and George <laughs> talk, discussing the the merits of and <laughs> uh, it'd be fucking good. Um, so Megan Bateman has a question here. Okay. And of course, as blunt as Megan can be, she wants to know: Fuck Mary, kill Gigi Allen. Ted Mosby or Topher Grace as Venom. Fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. <sighs> That's got to be one of the toughest fuck Mary kills I've ever heard. I'd probably fuck Gigi Allen just because he'd be down for that. <laughs> I'd just have to use a lot of protection. Yeah. Like. Condoms and weapons. Yeah. Um. Like, like, like hazmat suit. Yeah. I'd probably marry Ted Mosby just because, you know, he's even though he's stalkerish and everything like that, he seems like he would lavish me with a lot of gifts and yeah. stuff like that and. He, he is a romantic at heart, even though a lot of his stuff is wildly inappropriate. Yes. And I'd kill Topher Grace's Venom. Yeah, like someone should have done a long time ago. Take the symbiote for myself. <laughs> I think I'd say the exact same thing, honestly. <laughs> um... The next question is probably the most long distance of the questions in this episode. Uh, okay. All the way from Ottawa, Matt Francis asks, or Frankie, I Frankie? guess. Yeah, Frankie himself. Uh, Foggy Nelson, as I like to call him, because he fucking looks just like Foggy, man. <laughs> um, if you had to take one member of the Justice League on the perfect date, who would it be and where would you go? Take any member of the Justice League on a first date. Perfect. Cool. Perfect date. Hmm. Not Batman for sure. I would take Batman to Chuck E. Cheese because that'd be funny as shit. 
That should be one. That should be our first Jedi Dropouts T-shirt. Batman on a date at Chuck E. Cheese. I agree. With the Chuck E. Cheese mascot. Hmm. Part of me wants to say Wonder Woman because, although in some of the animated movies she seems like a fish out of water in like our society. In the Justice League movies that we have now, she's, like, been a part of, like, Western society since, like, what, the 20s? Yeah, I'd say somewhere around there. So, like, when it shows her in, like, modern day, like, she seems very cultured and everything like that. So, I think, like, aside from the fact that, you know, she is an attractive woman, she would... Like, if I was like, hey, where would you like to go for supper? Like, where would you like to go out to eat? I think she would pick, like, a super fancy, really, really nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hal Jordan would be too conceited, maybe. I mean, Superman does seem like a gentleman at times, too, though. You could always take Aquaman out for seafood. <laughs> Go grab some coffee with the Flash, maybe. Oh, yeah. But, uh, maybe maybe going out to a super nice restaurant with either Diana Prince or Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So long as they, I do so, like food. So long as they get the tab. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I, th- I feel like I feel like if you took Wonder Woman out to dinner, she would get the tab because she's all about female empowerment. And, yeah. And um, destroying gender norms, so it, it'd almost be an insult to try and pay for the meal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or at least split the bill. Oh yeah, exactly. Right. It, anyway, it wouldn't. It would be. It, it wouldn't be as costly. <laughs> If you know what I mean. Yeah, especially, like, if I wanted to go to, like, a super fancy place. But I feel like with, like, if I went out with Diana, she would be Diana. Yeah. But if you go out to a super nice restaurant with Bruce Wayne, it's all an act. Yeah, you're right. Good point. He'd just be, like, putting on a, like... A show, just like pretending. Whereas with Diana, you're actually getting the real her, basically, when you're out. Yeah. So it'd be more genuine. We could probably go to a nice restaurant because she's cultured and she would know where to go. And yeah. So I'm going to say Diana Prince, Wonder Woman. Nice. Okay. Two more questions, and cool. of course, I had to get Emily in on this. Of course, uh, she was a really great help in uh, finding me a few more people to get questions from, and uh, she came up with a pretty fucking good one here. She wrote, "You and four to five other people, I guess the number varies depending on what you choose, fictional or real." are planning to go to an escape room. 
who do you take with you? Uh, keep in mind that all these people are going to be locked in a room together, so you have to pick people who are going uh, aren't going to kill each other before it's over. Okay. I'm, I'm One just, of the first things that came to mind for who I would not want to have an escape room with me is Batman. Yeah. Because he would solve that shit too fast, and it would not be fun. Um, I'm going to quickly interject. As soon as she asked me this question, like, within seconds, I had my answer, and I just want to share it. I would take Fred, Velma, Daphne, Shaggy, and Scooby. (laughs) Because, number one, they can solve the mystery. Number two, if it's them, chances are that old Mr. Jenkins was behind it the whole time anyway. And number three... Fred, Velma, and Daphne can solve the problem while me, Shaggy, and Scooby have snacks. So That is perfect answer. That, that's, that's what, honestly, no preparation in that, that popped in my head as soon as she wrote it. <laughs> Part of me wants to say, like, I think maybe uh, Scott Lang, Ant-Man. Nice. That's a good one. Um, played by Paul Rudd. Played by Paul Rudd. Um, Cato from the Green Hornet. Nice. Uh, Nightwing. Who else? Not Barry Allen. I almost just said Barry Allen, but, I mean, he's a forensics guy with super speed, so that would kind of be the Mm. same as Bruce Wayne. It would be solved too quick. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. Um, I think Vince Vaughn would be funny to have there. (laughs) Yeah. I was wondering if you're, I was wondering if you're gonna throw any real people in there. Yeah, like not a character he played. No, actually Vince Vaughn. Yeah. And just because I think he'd be hilarious to have there, Trevor Noah. <laughs> he is funny as shit. So like three superheroes and two comedians. Fair enough. Yeah, um, that's a pretty solid answer. Um, I got one more question for you. Cool. We finally got to question number 30. Last but not least, the most fitting conclusion to a birthday episode, your sister. Jen- oh. Jennifer Moss herself wants to know, would you rather make the Hulk angry or make your mother angry? <laughs> the Hulk or Sandra? Yep. Um, uh, See, honestly, from an outside view here, I don't, I've never seen your mom angry, but I have seen the Hulk angry, and I don't know. Like, would you go with the scary green one or, or the 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 mystery? I don't know. <laughs> I'd almost take the one I know, right? 
Yeah, my mom doesn't get super angry at me for, for most things. Mom, mom's one of those moms who doesn't get angry; she gets disappointed. Oh uh, yeah, I've got one of those. Yeah, I haven't seen mom like actually angry many times in my life. So again, like if she actually got like angry. Like, whew, I don't know what that would look like. <laughs> so, it is still kind of like the monster you know versus the monster you don't. Yeah. Yes, I did just call my mother a monster. Love you. Well, I can edit that out. No, I'll keep it in. I pick at mom all the time. She knows I love her. <laughs> um... choose to make mom angry just to because just to find out yeah but like I'm looking at like consequences here like yeah I'm a 30 year old child like mom gets mad at me and five minutes later I could probably make her laugh with something or I could just do something ridiculous and change the subject if I make the Hulk angry, I'm probably dead. Good point. Good, yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I make mom angry. Worst case scenario, like, you know, we both get upset for a while. <laughs> Hulk? Nope. Nope. Flat. Yeah. Fuck Dawn, son. <laughs> well... That is the birthday episode. We got through all 30 questions. Yeah. It only took about an hour and a half, but it's actually not bad. It's not as bad as I expected. Yeah. Um, some of those answers came pretty quick. Yeah, for sure. And some of, some of those were tough questions, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. Some of those are things I've never even attempted to think about. Yep. Looking at you, Matt. Both mats, actually. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that is all the time we have for today. And Word. Uh, uh, we, I don't know when we'll be doing this again. <laughs> we're we're going to try and get on schedule, but, uh, you know, shit happens. So. Yeah, well, I mean... I'm not planning on leaving town anymore until November when Thor Ragnarok comes out, so... Yep, I've got no plans either. So, hopefully we're back on schedule for now, and I'll be able to review Thor Ragnarok after I see it, so yes. there will be an episode there. Yes, because I doubt I'll get a chance to see it. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, and the next episode will be the episode you actually prepared to record today. Our, yeah. our first horror Instead episode. Instead of Brian misleading me. Yeah, uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday, and I will be uploading this tonight. Perfect. I'm just going to go for it, upload it right away, because we didn't get another episode out two days ago, so, you know, better late than never. Word. Anyway... 
thank you for listening, and thanks to everyone who helped me put this together. I really appreciate the uh, extra questions. I was running out of ideas there. Yeah. And I, I thought it would be better to, to include more of your friends and family. I think that was actually a great idea. I... I I didn't actually come up with that idea. I I was struggling to come up with all the questions, and then Charlotte was like, "Why don't you ask other people?" And I was like, "Shit, why didn't I think of that?" Because <laughs> she is clearly the brains of this operation. Oh, she is. She absolutely is. No question about it. Yep. Okay. Um, so this has been Jedi Dropouts. Thank you for dropping by once again. And keep on rocking in the free world. Doot, doot, loot, doot. Doot, doot. <laughs> Feel that from Nardwar.